0: Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Super Deluxe Games Cast. It is Thursday, July thirteenth, um, and uh, I have got uh, an an old fashioned here that I made specifically for this occasion. Um,
1: Grampt, Grant, I, I can spell. I fat fingered the keyboard. I and promise honestly, I know how words are I love spelled. honestly
0: honestly I like I like Gramped Stompner better or whatever the fuck <laughs> we're gonna put in there. Gramped, like Gramp Stoner. Gramped Gramp Stompner. Gramped,
1: Gramped is like a, a fucking uh a Delta Rune name, honestly. Mm-hmm. Gramped,
0: <laughs> Gramped
1: Stompner is actually uh Earth two uh
0: grant grant stoner. The- <laughs> <laughs>
1: what, what, <laughs> and finn's gone he's out for the night finn's, finn's like, look, look look grant is, look,
0: grant, ha- grant is allowed to make these jokes
2: yeah no, no, um, no i'm not it's not because why look i'm i'm for a lot of things but i'm never for misspelling our guest's name Dude, like,
0: <laughs> that's what okay. it really is <laughs> Grant stompner so uh guys uh our good fa our good friend grant stoner is here uh grant does a lot of the journalism shit uh he's always doing a journalism somewhere. What's up, buddy?
3: Hello, how are you? Thank you for having me. I
0: am much better now that you're here. True. Um guys, video games. It's been a week for video games. Um <laughs> But when got, is it not a week for video games? You know what? Sometimes, Finn, I wish it wasn't a week for video games. But this week was definitely a week for games. We've got the Microsoft uh, we got the Microsoft trial to talk about. Finn, what are you wearing? I'm those wearing, are called
2: sunglasses because uh, he's a cool guy his future must the be coolest his future's glasses. bright.
0: um there we go <laughs> hey we got a first time chat hello welcome uh so we're going to talk about that we're going to talk about what we've been playing um we're going to and uh derek we had another we're going to well. talk
1: we're going to talk accessibility some because accessibility is, uh, stuff because it's accessi- important.
0: yes it is yes yeah. and uh that is uh, of course i can think of nobody better to talk about it than grant so um uh and Grant, this is like your what seventh or eighth time on the podcast like he stopped no, counting
1: is it now. i don't think I'm it's like, that much but yeah. but it, uh you you've, been, you've, you've, a you've lot. graced us with your presence quite a few times and i'm very happy has, about that he has thank it's always you. a good time when you're on bud thank you
3: well i, well, I know
0: <laughs> I i know you do i would feel the same way if i was you um so I <laughs> so we'll 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 go ahead and kick it off with what we've been playing as we always do, um actually, wait, no, I've got a question okay, for Derek, oh no, Derek, I, not even so much a question as a request. I'm gonna need you to tell me a little bit more about that
1: gumbo oh, yeah, um i made I made some gumbo today, uh because, as you can tell from my voice, I've been sick today. Um, it was much worse this morning. I mean, I sounded like Stevo. Um, but I was like, you know what is perfect when you're feeling a little down is something with a little heat, something with some intense mm-hmm. flavor. Mm-hmm. I made some gumbo. Uh I did not have any seafood on hand to add to the gumbo, uh, which is Perfectly a little sad. Okay, you can do chicken
2: and dewey that's fine. and that's
1: what I did. I did chicken and on wheel sausage. Um, you know, it's very traditional gumbo, I'm right? Sorry, one I, more
2: time, what what did you call that sausage? It's on on the wheel,
1: isn't it? Undoy. 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 Okay. Andoui.
2: There's He's an L. there's
1: a pair of L's in not there. From, somebody's not from Nolans. I'm a I'm a Kentucky boy. And we <laughs> we pronounce them L's like in Versailles. Um,
3: Versailles. There's a city in Pittsburgh uh, called Versailles.
1: Yeah, we have a Versailles, and, Kentucky too. Yeah, and everyone makes fun of us. But that's yeah. just that's heavy
2: for answer. Pencil Tucky. Pencil Tucky. Let's Derek, go. <laughs> Derek,
0: you're the Derek, you're the wind in my versailles
1: But um very, very traditional I
2: appreciate that joke, John. Don't worry. Yeah, thank you. I love
1: I love you, John. Very traditional choice of ingredients, right? I I made my roux right from scratch, real dark. You know, you gotta stir and, and simmer that for a long time till it's like dark chocolate before you actually add any of your liquids. Um i did
0: not know that you i did not know until right this moment that people add chocolate to gumbo uh
1: some do i don't um but um but yeah you know the the classic uh uh, cajun mirepoix right celery green bell pepper onion uh, a little jalapeno for a little extra heat Mm What little okra? Um, little what okra, a little okra, yeah. okra in there got some fresh okra um which i love to use that's, that's actually my... pronounced okra shut the fuck and up shut man. the fuck up um i still i i need to try making it with filet powder which i know is another way that it's commonly done and i've never done it that way i've always used okra but um but yeah and just i, I never skimp on my seasonings it was good it was a really good and i was tipsy uh because once i got it um finished and just left it on the stove to simmer for another hour i was like let's have a little um let's have a little bourbon and i hadn't eaten anything all day so it didn't take much uh but i tell you what good gumbo tastes even better when you're just a little tipsy so
0: i mean that's that's pretty i i feel like Literally anything feels better when you're
1: uh, when you're a little tipsy. That might be true. classic I don't know.
2: New Orleans food is always enhanced by a little tipsiness. Yeah, I think that's how or it's not. designed
1: to be. It's fine. Eaten, honestly, but but no, I'm feeling a lot better this morning. Right. I've had a couple of good naps. I've eaten. I'm hydrated. You know, I'm, um, I'm hydration I'm is key. I'm
0: really glad to hear that, Derek. I am I drink. Really I drink
1: one it. of these giant jugs every day. And as you can see, I'm very close to the end.
0: Now I've got one more question for I've actually got a, one more question for Finn and we'll get going. It's not a video game related question, but Finn, uh, all this talking about gumbo has me thinking. So, uh-huh. you, are you familiar with that Ralph the Baker guy on YouTube, Finn? I am not. You're not. So he's this guy who's from New Orleans and he does all kinds of like cool recipes on his Blackstone. Right. He's got a real thick Cajun accent. Right. Derek knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. Every every time he finishes a sentence he either says he either says now or "Baby, like do like like yeah, you know that tracks like like is that how people is that how people yes. in New Orleans talk like yes like like he's like slaps more butter on there now put yes. that parsley so on there now
2: that, that is that, that is how Cajun rednecks sound yeah that is definitely a thing some people uh use to uh, uh like accentuate and punctuate their own sentences yes
0: I was just wondering, because it's like literally every fucking sentence. It's either, all right now, or... Put it or, or like, you know, put that alligator on there, baby. Uh, yeah. Like, 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 it's just, it's so fucking endearing. I love that guy. Like Ralph, the Ralph, the Baker is fucking great. Yeah. Okay. That I was actually, I was very curious about that. Finn, I, I'm i, glad, I kinda... I'm glad
1: we southerners are so novel to you. You Chicago asshole. Hey,
0: look, t- look, nah. look, I, in the Midwest, are, look, in the Midwest, we have two. Also, seasons, Kentucky
2: pepper, okay? is, is right. the loosest definition of Southern. Yeah. Am I, am I in
1: the South? Am I in the Midwest? <laughs> who knows are we appalachia maybe we
0: have why can't we have both and neither at the same time yeah um all right guys video games let's let's get into it let's talk about it sure uh we're going to kick it off with what we've been playing um i'll go first because i'm going to be quick uh i am i just cleared bahamut in my uh new game plus final fantasy mode playthrough of 16 um such a still such a great fight uh, again, the uh, much more difficult than the uh, than the base game. Uh, so I'm really enjoying the level of challenge. Bahamut killed me twice, um, and uh, it just en- enemies have a lot of health and they hit hard. And there's no more um, there's no more command props. Whenever a cinematic flash yeah. or evasion happens, you have to happens. go by the color. Yeah, so it's like yeah, so it's it's definitely. And Finn, you're doing a new game plus playthrough, and would you agree with me that the challenge is dramatically ramped up?
2: oh yeah no it's 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 definitely remixed in some really good ways even just the way that normal enemy encounters can suddenly become a lot more deadly because they'll yeah. just randomly throw in an iron giant in the mix for no well, reason and,
0: and that's the thing fit is like i i'm i'm like i love like final fantasy 16 is a 10 out of 10 for me my first playthrough i'm actually even having more fun in this playthrough because there are even more classic final fantasy monsters that show up more often like armin type enemies and iron giants and flans and like so it's 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 been a blast it, it, i'm having a lot of fun i also i also uh hold on my... Oh, somebody's just sent me a text message. I also have been playing uh the new Mario Kart courses uh that dropped the other day. Uh my favorite, my favorite Mario character, K is finally racer So uh I've got my new Mario Kart. can't tell
2: make- if you're being sarcastic or not.
0: No, I love K Okay. What's wrong with
1: K Derek?
2: No, Go nothing. Ahead. I just no, 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 let's didn't know. Nothing, it, it,
0: nothing is
1: wrong. I just didn't Eric, know. do you want to talk
0: shit about K No, do you want to fight me in real a life? Fascist. i mean technically he worked i mean bowser is a fascist if you really want to think about it um but no i love Kamek as a character there's just something endearing about that character to me uh so uh i've been having a lot of fun with that um and uh i've also started a replay of the trials of mana remake uh i'm gonna do Mm. a duran run um which is a uh, just a great little remake of a classic super nintendo game so that's what i've been playing grant you are our guest what have you been playing
3: I've been playing three things. Um, So I've been playing The Soulstone Survivors, which is this like uh, vampire uh, Survivors-esque game where you can play as one of 16 or 18 different characters and then it's basically like a survival uh, you're putting a ring on in your face, endless yeah. enemies. Um, you fight like five different bosses as you progress through more enemies, and you can get different skills. And upgrade your character they each have like a skill tree, a um, post game where you can improve their stats and maybe make them have like new abilities per run. So it's really fun. Uh, I've been playing that on Steam. I've been playing. Uh Pokemon Sterling Rally?
0: Because I'm... Grant, I refuse to believe you're playing a Pokemon game. I don't believe
2: it. Uh, well, yeah, so what after, bizarre world is this?
3: After the um the North American International Championships were finished, they reviewed the regional championships for uh, the twenty twenty-three twenty first season. And the first one is in Pittsburgh. And that's where I live. So I'm beating it to build a competitive team. Okay. Um, my friend okay. is helping me. Yeah. I may compete. Hopefully. Um there's also like some stipulations where I may not be able to compete because 'cause I'm a member of the press, so we'll see what happens. But either way I'm going, I'm very excited. Um. I've also been playing Street Fighter Six. No, this I'm curious about. You just hear, made. Yeah. You just
0: made. You just made Derek very. You got happy. my attention
1: for sure.
3: So there is a, a tournament that was recently announced. That is exclusive to disabled people. Uh, so I entered. Um, and it's a community funded tournament, so the prize pool is all through donations. Um it will be in two weeks. Yeah, I'll post the link in the uh, chat, but it's very exciting. Uh December Disability Pride Month. Um also because disabled gamers love competing. Uh and I've found through following the community and through reporting on it that they love fighting games. There are so many disabled people who just like eat that shit up. Uh so this is the first official uh disabled Street Fighter 6 tournament. That's fucking cool. That's wow. extremely goddamn yeah, cool. That's
2: cool too. So I've been training I'm, for that.
1: I'm actually I'm gonna try to find some time to, to if that'll be that'll be streamed, I assume. Yep. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm weeks. gonna have to watch that, because 'cause I'll be curious to see like is somebody like I'm a big Street Fighter fan. right? And, you know, I don't need a lot of the accessibility options that have been put into some modern fighting games. And I would love to see also as a former tournament organizer. Right. I used to run like local and regional regional tournaments for fighting games. So, like, I want to see how this is set up and I want to see how all these people are accommodated. I think that's fascinating. Yeah. So uh, that's awesome.
3: It's started by Chris Robinson, who is a very good consultant. He's worked for years, like um uh, Sony series before, uh, Ubisoft years. Uh Chris is deaf and he's really big in the FGC. Uh, he's done a lot of um, ASL testing. Mm-hmm. For tournaments of Frosty Faustins uh, for that composition. they always bring him up and he do uh, ASL testing for them. Um, so this is his tournament. He's gonna to be testing it uh, for ASL. Presumably there'll be other testers. Um, but yeah, everyone's very excited.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. What's uh, what's your experience been like with Street Fighter so far? With Street it's Fighter Six
3: specifically. The most accessible Street Fighter that I've ever played. So but, I'm a, like I'm a freak for Mortal combat, and yeah. games, I love those games, I grew up on them, um, I love just the, their seamless combo routes, and all of the characters, um, but for me, Street Fighter has always been a little bit too intense in my hands.
1: Yeah.
3: Um, because a lot of the combo routes require immense inputs. And movements, and with um, own control scheme, it's the first Street Fighter that I've been able to effectively play without
1: issues. So it's very entertaining. Yeah, I I really taste, hope. Bro. Yeah, yeah, I really hope. Um, not just Street Fighter, but that future Capcom fighters, because Capcom, Capcom's always been my my favorite company for fighting games. I mean, I, yeah. I grew up on. You know, Street Fighter on Darkstalkers on the Versus series and like whatever else they put out alongside Street Fighter. Like, I really hope that they look at what they've done with this and I, I hope that they they expand on it Um because I love sharing the these these worlds right The these interests with people. Um God, you should have seen was it last week where i was talking about um trying to explain the lore of mortal Kombat to john (laughs)
0: and he just couldn't i can't fucking no please don't even bring that like i dude no like i i'm still in i am still in physical pain from that fucking discussion (laughs) like i don't get it i don't get it like like okay Okay, side fighting track, games are just frank. the
1: most okay. comic book yeah. like so, fight, no, no, video no, no. games cuz I need
0: I need Grant's input on this, all right? Because this is something <laughs> that has actually bothered me <laughs> since we fucking had this conversation, okay? Okay. So in this new rebooted Mortal Kombat world, Liu Kang is literally god, right? He's, he's god. Yes. Yeah. He's god. Okay.
3: Well, he's Yeah.
0: So, okay, so If Liu Kang is God, then if Jesus Christ exists in this world, is he he Liu Kang's son, and is the crucifixion a fatality?
2: Two things. Your whole premise is for it.
3: (laughs) Two things. Um, Mortal Kombat Liu Kang uh, is not God, God. He's just Hey, John. So no, he's a like small g god. He's a small g god. Yeah.
0: He's one oh, of god. the elder yeah. gods. God, yeah, oh, like, like, like,
2: John, were you asking these questions when Raiden, the thunder god, was around? Like, yeah. no,
0: because no, I didn't fucking you think about it, Finn. Yeah. Well, Anyway, he Grant, would, He would continue. have to
1: be one of the Elder Gods at this point because he has both Kronika's and Raiden's powers and Kronika oh, was an right, Elder yeah. God. So, Who the yeah. fuck is Kronika? Oh, yeah. I don't know what it is. He's the just, villain wow. of Mortal Kombat 11. Wow, the man, the, the Elder God of showing Time. His
2: casual fan-ness <laughs> out in the <laughs> open. Please, Grant, please continue. Please continue. <laughs> so,
3: Derek's right. Like, Luke Kane would be a capital of G-god. But then there would be never no Jesus. Yeah. Because he doesn't exist in this universe.
2: He
1: Doesn't have to have existed,
3: he doesn't right. have to exist, yeah.
2: Like, I, yeah, I think
3: Luke Kane is Jesus, if you think about it, because he's lightning Jesus, yeah. He remade
1: Earth in his vision. Did Being the it, elder it, god did of he time, it in seven days, I, I, don't, I don't think Maybe? time means much when you're the
0: elder god of time, like, like. I can't take mortal Kombat like i know you're not supposed to take mortal Kombat seriously but i yes you can't. are actually
1: that's the okay. crazy thing okay mortal so here's so here so
0: here's the thing then derek i can't take this shit seriously because we well, haven't been plus, playing the
1: story modes you're
2: not because, caught
0: up because of yeah. just how fucking like intense every single mortal Kombat conversation ever is between two characters it's like it's like fucking uh the the centaur guy mortaro right like yeah. if that guy was giving a fucking weather report he would be like Thanks
1: for your feeble tips on staying cool Man, this summer. see, that's summer how already. I know you haven't paid a lot of attention like, since the PS2 days, like, because there's, now some, for there's the a weather lot better report, acting. I, Motaro, yeah. vow I'm by
0: the soul sure of that tomorrow's skies will be clear.
2: I am pretty like, sure John just watched the two movies and called it a day. To be fair, not, not the worst time you can yeah. have.
0: So here's the thing. <laughs> I actually did watch the second movie so uh, bad it, i so love it the only thing i learned about mortal Kombat is that any any form of traversal that is not a front flip is strictly forbidden <laughs> it's mighty Morphin power rangers War. rules you got like, you got a yeah.
1: front flip over people like, you
0: know, like
3: like
1: recipe flip to your
3: enemies like, it's an insult like,
0: to, like, yeah. like I remember that like Shao Kahn got insulted or lost his throne or something. I can't remember what it was. And he responded by like front flipping down the stairs as sadly as he could. Like yeah. that's what he did. Like that's my that is my only memory of Mortal Kombat. We're gonna make whichever. John
1: play all of the modern Mortal Kombat story modes, nine nine X and eleven and get no. caught up. No, no, yeah. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. Dude, no, Eric. Sure, well. sure. you and I
0: both know I'm not going to do that.
1: You're good. <laughs> I'm gonna Especially do it, and John has house. to comment on it. John has to join me because <laughs> they are good. I think it's the best yeah, story yeah. modes in fighting games. Yeah. Especially well, I in do, the
3: relationship I,
1: with like. I, I do know that like, Skirping.
0: yeah. Well, yeah. like up until um up until the recent Mortal Kombat games, like they weren't taken seriously as like 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 on a Street Fighter level, like for you know like you know technical you know like you know like you know playability and you know. Sh- Strategies like there were. It was more about like the oh, 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 I'm playing a guy who can rip someone's heart out and fucking you know look at this man I got four arms that's pretty sick like yeah
1: I mean it was now, definitely more about like the vibes than being competitive. Other than like umk three is like kind of workable as a competitive fighter, but like yeah, it was always the vibes. Like here's the messed up thing: <laughs> Mortal Kombat was always for kids, right? Like yeah.
0: <laughs> we know. I mean, it. I was a kid when I first played it. Yeah, so and you it's know sick. Yeah, and and now it's like the tamest possible fucking shit you could you could come across. But uh anyway, what the fuck were we talking about?
1: We're talking about what we've been playing and no, I like, know we're talking that, about but, fighting
0: games and but but like like oh it was Grant Grant was talking, okay. Yeah, yeah. Grant's
1: my problem.
3: It's me, I'm the <laughs> problem.
0: <laughs> okay, uh Finn.
1: What you been playing, I'm not bud? just
0: saying your fucking name. What have you been playing? I'm
1: just saying your name, Finn. Thank you.
2: Uh, so I've been fun. Let's I, do uh, it. Finaman roll. I haven't really been. I, I beat Final Fantasy 16 oh, good. The last week and immediately just started my Final Fantasy mode playthrough. That's and my boy. I'm That's not as far as John. I just finished the, uh, the Phoenix Gate Fallen Chamber. Oh,
0: see, what you got to do, Finn, is do what I do. Just ignore your wife. And and just play video games all, all night. like I wouldn't admit to that. I wouldn't admit
2: to that lie. It, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, I am just living life. I've also been playing a lot of Diablo 4 uh, a couple nights yes. a week. I have three friends from back home in New Orleans, and we all play. And we just finished Act 1. And I got to tell you, you know... It's fucking crazy cool how seamless crossplay is when we're uh, two of us are on PC and two of us are on Xbox and you just can't fucking tell we use the windows uh, like Xbox social functionality built baked into windows jump into a uh, cause I'm on PC jump into a Xbox party chat that my two friends on Xbox are already on and we're just playing and yeah, there is no hassle, there are no hurdles, we're just playing together with no issues, and it's it's delightful. It's my first experience actually playing a cross gen game with people on different uh platforms, and it's it's lovely. So oh, want, is it Finn? Is it, it is, it is it delightful? Is, it is delightful, Finn? it's lovely, it's robust.
1: Ooh. Um, every game should be cross-platform that's like feasible to be cross-platform. It's good for everybody. Yeah. Um, I don't know about What do you mean? Yeah, yeah. John likes
2: his walled gardens. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> We're going to get into that later. Trust me. Trust me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Finn, you got anything else, buddy?
2: No, just those two games. But both of those two games are pretty significant time investments. So. Mm-hmm.
0: Hey, I want to I want to give a quick shout out to Maddie and Chat, one of our two newest uh, mods.
1: I got also mod Maddie
0: here in the uh, in the SDGC Discord, which I will say hovers around four hundred people, and you should absolutely join if you're not already in there. Uh, Can we get a uh, can we get a night bot in the um, in the Discord or in the chat (laughs) here? there we go we value and highly pride ourselves on progressive values like inclusivity and positivity uh and mental well-being and um if that sounds like your cup of tea plus final fantasy come join our discord channel also the space is
1: actually meaningfully moderated in the kind of way that giant platforms simply can't be so it
0: is it is. We crack the fucking whip, like we're fucking we're we're fucking we on that shit. We don't have to crack the fucking like, whip,
1: but if something happens, like we decide, on, yeah, what is right, not like I've what is on the list our, of rules.
0: I, I'm I I started the podcast and I've been banned from our Discord five times. Yeah, like I'm just kidding. I have not. I, I actually
1: really like, miss like the old days of message boards when it was like you know five dudes who were friends who who started it and were all the moderators and you know, they would just ban people because the vibes were bad. And it's just like, you suck. Get the fuck out of here. Like but, that was no, actually I, genuinely the best yeah. time of the internet.
0: And as our discord has grown, we've needed more mods. We brought on Bronson and Maddie, but honestly, our community is so wholesome and pure. And Delaby too. And Delaby too. And, um, you know, our, our, our community is so wholesome and pure that we don't have a lot of issues. So please
1: come join our discord community. I think Raj just banned you again. if he knows what's good for him (laughs) he said six times
0: wow that sucks Um, (laughs) that sucks for me and for you guys Uh, all right and uh derek let's uh let's 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 finish off with you
1: yeah um so uh, exactly the same as finn right i finished final fantasy 16 um, i'm so happy you did i think tuesday night i finished it um and i i had a really good time with it um, I am obviously like not as like over the moon about it as, as John is um, I had a really good time. Uh, it is a game that I am going to be thinking about for a long time. And the ways that I like it make me think and the ways that I dislike it and the criticisms I have are again, criticisms that make me think rather than, you know, and I think that's so much more interesting to me, right? To have a game where like, You know, even if I criticize its handling of like some major women, like I have a lot to think about how the game handles like it's it's extended cast. Of women right and think about like well these characters were done really well and this one or two were done badly you know mid, or at it, least mid
0: is just so fucking yeah, like, good it's yeah. excellent
1: like, you know I fucking um you know vivian right like vivian taria dude i dude, yeah. i gotta th- i gotta think for taria um you know karen excellent character you don't see a lot of her characterization coming um but like right like the, the things even my criticisms of it are things that make me think um it's been a fascinating game that that I cannot stop thinking about from an accessibility standpoint, which I'm going to hold on to for for later, probably to say more. Um, but like I keep finding myself thinking about like how those aspects apply to such an execution heavy game. Um, uh, I would say. It's hard, like John. You were asking me where it ranks for me, right? Yeah, which is hard. The
0: Pantheon, yeah,
1: because like me and ranking is a little different. Because like nine is my favorite, six is my second favorite. That's very clear. I've got like a tier right under that where it's like five and twelve, and I can't decide which I like more. But those are like my my tier three, and then my tier four historically has been um, four and ten and eight, and. 16 is going in that tier four because it's like I can't I don't like it as much as five and 12, but I like it a lot. You know, that's my these are games that are, I think, special to me, even if I have problems with them.
0: Well, the thing um, is, is, is like there's like aside from like like everybody's got that one or two Final Fantasy games that they don't like but let's be realistic aside from two, oh, i like
1: almost all this franchise yeah i well, think two's the well, only one that's a bad game
0: well here's the like, thing 2 is the only final fantasy game that is objectively a bad game i would say so
1: yeah like and like
0: for all the shit i give 8 and 12 i un- like i understand they're 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 great games they just Eight especially just doesn't do things that 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 are pers- I personally like, but right. I can appreciate the game for what it is.
1: Um, but like, like I so I reviewed Forspoken for us, right? And I said did. in my review of Forspoken that like I thought it was fascinating how much of Final Fantasy 15's DNA made its way into Forspoken. And it was clear that this team, right? Cause it's the same um, what's the name of the team? luminous productions yeah Uh, luminous yeah yeah it's clear that like they built they they took the foundation of like gameplay and design from final fantasy 15 and you know they, they it's a totally different combat system it's a totally different story and protagonist but like you can see where the bones are extremely similar likewise i think it's very interesting to see how much mmo dna made its way into 16 because it's the same team as final fantasy 14. So, um, so for better and worse. Right. And I think that's very fascinating stuff to me.
0: Um, so we, we talked about this in our final review, um, which we should be publishing at some point soon, probably tomorrow. Um, yep. 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 Probably tomorrow. Um, what I will say, and uh, Grant, you, Grant, have you been able to play final fantasy 16 at all? I, have a, uh, I do have a
3: okay. PS5. I can't use it. Okay. Um, which Which, uh, i'll be able to in december December, we're we're
0: we're gonna get into that um but uh so 16 and and finn and derek both know what i'm talking about here so i'll just kind of like explain it to to uh, to you know the the chat and grant here is you can tell this was made by an mmo team because every time you accept a quest like it everything stops and it says quest accepted and you have to listen to this little musical jingle it's like doo, 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 every single time and then when you're training in an item to complete said quest even if the, like it opens a menu and makes you pick the item and give it to the person but but the item is already highlighted so it's just there and it's you the only thing
2: in the box it's so it's like we could have this and it's, it's like and an it's, excuse to hit two more buttons. Yes, yeah.
0: and and like as much as I love the game, like Finn and I were talking about this in the review. Finn's like, I don't know why they did this, but it's because
1: it's <laughs> built on the bones of 14. Yeah, right. Because 14 as an MMO, I mean, dating back to when 14 first released, that like flag system for like a key quest item that in the and the box popping up like that's their way of confirming you have the thing. And We really don't have to do that these days, but when they're building 16 off the bones of 14, like a lot of design decisions that are completely taken for granted about 14 are just going to replicate themselves in 16. Um, And again, like it's it's just fascinating to see because some of it works really well and some of it doesn't. And that's okay. I think that's that's a really interesting game. I wish people would cool their jets about being weird about any criticism of the game the, the, the um, discourse about this game, around this game both the discourse has gotten just been awful. distressing um i do wish we could just be like this is a cool and fun game that has some issues and that's okay um, Like
0: not liking the game doesn't make you a monster and liking the game doesn't make you a misogynist like yeah, guys this is you, not guys, the guys, wizard game down. folks like, got, like yeah we, we got, got we, we got to calm bigger, down with this bigger shit.
1: things to save our energy for um,
0: uh, and two things before we move on Derek one can we give a shout out to Gav because Gav is fucking awesome oh Gav's
1: excellent yeah. everyone yeah. That and, loves Gav.
0: Gav and and two like at this point it's not really a spoiler um this game like for as for as much as it fails a character like Benedicta it also really ra- it, it also really introduces um an incredibly powerful gay gay man gay character in the form of Dion Oh yeah, Dion. Um, fucking Dion. I love
1: that love that Bahamut uh just makes people gay between yeah. Fang and Dion. Like, good and job. Like, Here like, we go.
0: And and they do not shy away from Dion's you they know, they could do sp- more with it, right?
1: Like I've read I've read like Kenneth Shepard Wright said in a in a Kotaku article that like he wishes that they did more and I see that side of things of like it's it's relatively chaste and it's it's not super focused upon but at the same time they did refuse to cut that kiss that same in, in kiss, order yeah. like the, in order to get the game like sold in territories that ban homosexual depictions of like, homosexuality Saudi arabia yeah so it may have been it may be a small thing but it's a small thing they stood by and that's a whole hell of a lot yep. more than disney has ever fucking done yep.
0: so and also also Dion has one of the coolest story arcs in the entire game and he's also just one of the game's biggest i mean bahamut like he's fucking, yeah, bahamut, fucking bahamut. bahamut like But uh yeah, anyway, Derek, Derek. So anyway, Final
1: Fantasy 16, and then I've like Finn, I've also been playing Diablo 4 now that I've finished 16 and feel like I can move back to Diablo 4. And I like Diablo 4. I'm working on Act Two right now. Um, I am a sucker for these games, I am a sucker for like the story and the lore of Diablo. I've loved them since the (laughs) original game. I remember waiting for Diablo 2. I remember I remember buying StarCraft. And having the insert of the jewel case, having the like, you know, coming, you know, later in nineteen ninety-eight, Diablo two and being so excited. The game got delayed two more years after that, which felt like an eternity. A two-year delay feels like nothing these days. But um Um
0: Derek, is so the reason I fell off Diablo three as hard as I did <clears throat> is because the game was overloaded online with hacked weapons and and cheaters is that the case with Diablo four? Have they been able to like I'm not st- having
1: those issues, but like
0: okay.
1: Diablo four, I mean, I think if you, if you just wanted to play Diablo on like a casual level, right? Not be a part of the fucking meta game and the seasons. Like if you just wanted to drop in and play either single player or like couch co-op with friends, cause you can do that. Um, and, and like, and not think too hard about the online aspect. You absolutely can. And I think four is 10 times the game that three is okay. Four is what I wish three had been um like so far narratively aesthetically like gameplay design it is um uh, it's what i want out of the series perfect, so perfect
0: all right well um derek do we want to talk about um accessibility first or do we want to talk about microsoft and the ftc
1: let's get microsoft out of the fucking okay. way because right, <laughs> we're I'm all tired of this wow. shit let's do it <laughs> yeah. let's
0: do it now Reb valentine uh has been on this uh really well uh, there's a
1: couple of a couple of excellent journalists serious fucking journalists um a reminder of why games media is so yeah. important i mean right? Derek,
0: to be fair we've got a serious fucking journalist on the podcast we
1: right do now. we do well, um, I'm um I don't Some like experience. to play the comparison game. a serious game.
0: journalist, I will hear I will hear nothing else. I don't like um, to play the
1: comparison game because everyone's doing different work and a lot what, of people so are doing well, important well, work. Well, but, well, the reason I
0: the reason I'm bringing up Breb is cuz she's a friend of the show, but Yeah, and, but and uh, Reb uh, wrote
1: I I think one of the maybe the best that I've read. Best. Um she read, she summary read, she read of, of of what has happened. So, uh Microsoft um, uh, you know, and and the FTC went to court. Uh, you know, the FTC wanted to block Microsoft's acquisition of Activision Blizzard and um, you know, the, the end result of the trial, which not to say this is completely over yet, but the end result is that the judge denied the FTC's um, request to block the acquisition. So uh, I got the, the ruling is that Microsoft can go ahead and buy Activision Blizzard Um, at this point. There are still a like it's not done done yet. There's a couple of barriers still in the way. Well, Derek, Um, you said you said that the FTC is going to appeal, right? The FTC has has asked to appeal. So we are going to go through that process. Um, I personally do not feel optimistic about the FTC's chances there, but they could. Right. It's not done. They could win the appeal. Uh, the CMA over in the UK is also still blocking Microsoft. Although the CMA's decision was entirely based on cloud gaming, it had nothing to do oh, with like appeal- a monopoly Derek, in
0: Derek, the gaming Ch- space. Chats reporting the appeal was denied.
1: The appeal was already denied. Well, fuck. Um, it, it was denied by
3: the original judge. So now it moves to the appeal. For-
1: it goes. It goes up. Yeah. yeah. So we we could still okay. Um Fucking the court system in this country. Um, but yeah, the CMA, like, there's so many ways. A lot of, like, business journalists I'm reading are not particularly, um, uh, convinced that the cma will end up blocking micro microsoft in the long run I mean, at this they're, point
0: i don't expect them to well
1: they're know. pretty sure microsoft will just make some some concessions and some you know divestitures in regards to their cloud gaming business maybe just in the uk specifically and that will be all it takes because that's the thing they were focused on was the was cloud gaming they didn't really care about whether call of duty is exclusive to xbox or not um so 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 this is this is for the, let's say 90 percent like this is done um and, so let me send we we should talk a little about yeah what what is to come and how we feel about this in so a, let me say something real
0: quick Derek, if you don't mind and then i want to kick it to finn and um finn and grant yeah um I don't like this. And it's not because and like and like full disclosure, I like I, I own an Xbox. I don't play almost anything on my Xbox. I don't think I've turned it on in over a year. Um I don't like monopolization. I don't. Uh and before anyone says, you know, oh, John is just saying this because he prefers Nintendo and Sony. Um I also don't like Sony paying Square for example to keep Final Fantasy 16 on PlayStation. I don't. Yeah. Um, I, I, I hate that sucks. shit. Like it, it it sucks ass. Um and it sucks so at Street but,
1: Fighter likewise, right? Like I love Street yeah. Fighter 6. Why is Street Fighter 6 not on Xbox? It, it doesn't sucks. make any fucking sense. It is. Um, it is. It is. Yeah, I thought it was. Just, you're thinking of yeah. 5. You're thinking of yeah. 5.
0: You're thinking of 5. Oh shit, I am you're still five. thinking of yeah, 5. Yeah, I
3: have entrance, yeah, But but, but, but yeah.
0: But, like, but 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 like I I see your point, right? Like yeah. like and and you know my fear here is you know multifaceted. one i don't like the idea because this is going to embolden microsoft to, to just like a fucking hoover suck up as many third part third party companies as they can
1: right which we now know from court documents revealed during the trial that like they, try, they have tr- a long list of yeah. people they have at least considered doing it
0: too yep. and um, it was
2: almost sega
0: two This is going to kick off a, for lack of a better term, console wars arms race. Mm -hmm. Um, I think we're already
1: there, but I'll wait. I, I, I I mean,
0: like, so what I mean by that is, like, Sony, for example, does not have; they simply don't have the war chest that Microsoft does. So what they're going to do is they're going to do what they did with Final Fantasy Sixteen and just pay companies to keep their games on PlayStation, right? Yeah. um they'll buy companies where they can like insomniac but for the most part that's what that's what sony's gonna do um microsoft is going to be emboldened by this and they are going to try to vacuum up as many companies as they can and i don't care what uncle phil says about you know oh we're gonna keep you know we're we're gonna make sure these games are playable as playable as possible for everyone dude you bought bethesda and you are making games like elder scrolls like elder scrolls and starfield xbox exclusive so don't give me platitudes about how you're going to make games playable for 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 more people because you you're just not and you know i've had a few people online tell me uh, you know hey man like you know you can play these games in your browser or your phone right but what if i don't want to i don't want to play these games on a browser or a phone well i think Um,
1: the bigger the bigger point to that is like it doesn't really matter if you don't want to there's a lot of people who would want to but like and this is where the the UK's decision, you know, was built around is like, okay, well, if you have the cloud gaming option, that's still Microsoft, right? Um, you know. Well, and and Sam, that's that's a thing we've we've already talked about, right? Is that like Sony money hatting games to be off of Xbox specifically also sucks. And that's why I think like we're already in this arms race and the Sony and Microsoft are doing it in two very different ways because Microsoft has the money to just buy develop like tons of developers and publishers outright and Sony doesn't but Sony has the relationships necessary with other Japanese companies well, and especially I, to, I, right. to and make I'll say those
0: kinds of deals. I'll say this again. Sony paying square to keep Final Fantasy 16 yeah, on sucks, sucks ass. That sucks shit. Like that's garbage. That's bullshit. And uh, you know, I I am I, uh, I want as many like obviously every developer is going to have first party studios, but I want games playable by as many people as possible. Um, yeah. And and you know, I don't like Sony doing it. I don't like Microsoft doing it. Meanwhile, Nintendo's just like you motherfuckers do your thing. Um. But uh, if, if Finn Grant, what are your what are your reactions to this? Because I'm 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 not thrilled with the way that this is taking the uh, or or at least with the way I fear this is taking the industry.
3: Grant? um, I'm not a fan of mega monopolies of any kind. Yeah. So if Sony were doing this, I'd be mad. I mean, they're kind of doing it. Like you said, with exclusives and things, but like they're not buying companies. Um, Nintendo doesn't care. Nintendo yeah. Yeah. could... Nintendo could couldn't give a shit. No, they it. Um, but for me, it's unique because with the merger, this has the potential to exponentially increase health division's accessibility efforts. So even though ads uh, publicly shares all their accessibility information with the accessibility guidelines. Like any mental job, you can take uh, free courses that they offer, which train you uh, in accessible game design. to not sponsor um, But there's also the issue of even though they may have these tools, it doesn't mean they're going to work. So I recently read a report on Starfield's concerns. For IGN, like this, people are very concerned with um the lack of accessibility info for StoreFuel, which is owned by AdSpots. But we don't know anything about it, um, aside from the gameplay that they've shown and how Howard has also said things like a large font will be available. So even though but Because it has those resources, we don't know if they'll actually use them. So it's not like 50-50, right? Its the Division could easily go outsponsive, Hey, how would you approach this? Now that we have access to your team, your engines, your systems. Or well, they could easily just say, oh, fuck it, we have our own people. We still don't need this. But it is a unique perspective. The yeah. with the merger, they have the opportunity to use if they want as well as accessibility resources.
0: Well, and you know, Grant, I also want to bring something up that that myself and um and uh you know Derek and Sam Tolbert, uh, a friend of ours, another excellent journalist, are talking about in chat is the fact that the FTC could not have bungled this case harder than they harder than they did. Like, like they, they simply did not do a good job because it was clear they do not understand this industry.
1: Finn, I can see that you've been chewing on, on where your thoughts are.
2: Yeah. Finn, please. No, no, I'm just, uh, just going off them. Like you could tell that the FTC has the same base level of understanding of the industry as just your average Twitter person. Yeah. Like I feel like they got most of their opinions from some Twitter threads but uh the thing with the the Activision thing is like there's never the Bethesda one was huge um but there's never been a merger this big before not in terms and, of
1: like monetary worth no
2: right so the thing is do I believe Xbox when they say that they will keep these games on they said 10 years in 10 years, will Call of Duty still be the juggernaut it is? I mean, there's always ebbs and flows. But I'm just, it's its a little weird because Minecraft is the only other game, to my knowledge offhand, that uh, Microsoft has kept multi-platform. Everything else has immediately become part of their walled garden. Like I'm still bitter that uh, of the old Hell-
1: Xbox. Me.
2: I I'm still bitter. I own Hellblade on PlayStation, and now I ha- I can't get Hellblade Two on my same platform. I gotta now That's branch one, out yeah. and get it. <clears throat> but I mean, it is what it is. They're not spending money to not make money, so. But would they make
0: more money if they released these games on more platforms? Like, I mean,
2: probably, but it's, it's, wouldn't Sony make more money if they released? I mean, that, and Sony has realized that, which is why Sony first party games are now on PC for the most part. Right. Uh, I mean, it, it, this is all armchair quarterbacking, like the industry until this acquisition goes through and we see what happens with the next Call of Duties. Now, I mean, Sony's going to obviously no longer have marketing rights and like pre order bonus, like exclusives and stuff like that. But I look at how Sony has handled destiny. They've handled
0: destiny like garbage. What do you mean? No, no, no dude. No, no, no. Sony is not like, like to my knowledge, and maybe I'm wrong here. Like there are items and shit on destiny Two on PlayStation that are not available on Xbox. like, like like um uh sam correct me if i'm wrong but i believe that's the case
2: yeah that's john i if, i don't if, if john no. hadn't cut me off i was going to say that's I'll cut probably you off how you are going to handle like that's the kind of stuff you'll probably see in call of duty where you're going to get xbox specific or themed things that are only going to be on everything but playstation but If it, as long as it remains things like, um, cosmetics that don't impact the game, then I think that's their right to want to incentivize you to come to their own ecosystem. Uh, as long as it doesn't do it in a way that impacts the actual mechanics or competition of the game.
0: All right. I was halfway right. Sam says that used to be the case, but it's not anymore.
1: So I think, I think for me, the frustrating thing is that like microsoft sony and the ftc all came out of this trial looking like assholes
2: yeah right like stupid fucking assholes um like no one got out of that uh looking good like there were no good guys microsoft tried to go in playing
1: the good guy right and the problem is we saw way too many documents way too many emails that show exactly the opposite of the thing they are publicly stating right which is all of this, all of this, right now—the good guy act, the ten-year pledge—is a necessary front and a necessary attitude in order to eventually crush competition. Right? They talked about spending Sony out of the market. Right? They had a list of uh, of, of developers and publishers that they considered buying that was miles long. That we know that they lied about. Right. Like reporters reported on this stuff at the time and they lied publicly about like we now know that their statements were false. So now like it's kind of impossible to come out of this and feel like you can trust any communication that comes out of Microsoft to the public because we know that they're liars. And we know that they will do whatever it takes, say whatever they have to, to be the good guy now so that they can be the ruthless monopolistic corporation. We all know they are right.
0: Um, like, like nobody here actually believes that call of duty is going to stay multi-platform, right?
1: I think it will for 10 years. And then on year 11, it's fucking gone. <laughs> right? Like, I believe they'll keep to that 10 year pledge. But the, the, the part of that that's missing is as soon as that te- they're not going to renegotiate that shit. It's gone
0: at year 11. You know, what's um, funny is that as bad as everyone comes out looking from this, like Jim Ryan still sucks the more than all yeah. of them. <laughs> PlayStation
1: PlayStation sucks shit because PlayStation came in trying to play these really bad faith victim cards about, yeah. you know, yes, Oh my did. God, we're so you're we're in such a weak position and you know, fucking call of duty is uniquely. And it's like, call of duty is not the reason PlayStation is in as powerful a position it's, as it's been, and it's. I thought it's, there
3: was a report there that said twenty percent of PlayStation owners buy it because of Call of,
2: Call of Duty. Really? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. yeah, where they said like twenty percent of PlayStation owners, their only game that they play is the annual Call of Duty mm-hmm. release.
1: That's wild yeah. to me, but I mean, Call of Duty's huge, right? Like, there's a reason all of this has focused. Around Call of Duty and not like World of Warcraft, you know what I mean?
2: Um, but I here's but, a question for you. Yeah. Um, so let's say next gen's coming around, you know, and you're a console maker that has to send their dev kits to publishers so that they can start working on launch games. Mm-hmm. Uh these are usually very tightly held trade secrets from your comp- competition. This came so up in the trial, tra- actually. So, yeah, yeah. So if Sony uh, wants a new Call of Duty made for PlayStation six, they have to give Microsoft all of the details of their new system so that Microsoft can then build around what they know their competition is doing. Like that part sends. Uh, yeah.
1: Well, that's already kind of true for Mike My- or for Minecraft, though. Right
2: like is it yeah well, microsoft mean, owns minecraft a, well, no, no, so no, to no, have no, a ps5 version the, uh, they launch, needed dev kits in terms of launch titles i this is
1: and and that's a, a point that that uh, sam is also putting out is that microsoft had to send um dev kits to sony for mlb, yeah, the, for MLB the, show.
2: the show but again that wasn't at the start and launch of a new generation yeah
1: these, I, um,
2: these platforms had been established. They knew what a PlayStation Five was. They knew what an Xbox Series. And the X thing was.
1: is, I I think I think this is this is something that I wish that this leads to like where the FTC bungled things because this is like framed this way, right? The way you're framing it, you know that things are unique when you talk the 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 very beginning of a generation potentially. Like the FTC was not prepared to handle these kinds of conversations. Right. The FTC came into this like with overly focused on like, okay, Nintendo doesn't count. And it's like, why does Nintendo not count when you're talking about the larger game industry? Right. The FTC comes into this asking the just the stupidest fucking questions imaginable. And like you had an example of where they were talking about, well, will Microsoft have a, an incentive to make the game, make call of duty worse on PlayStation, you know, and Microsoft's like, no, we don't think so. Cause if we want it to sell, it needs to be good. Um, and then, uh, somebody on Microsoft's side asked like, okay, well, what about all these times PlayStation like paid Activision Blizzard for exclusive maps on, playstation does that not make it a degraded experience on other consoles and the ftc was like we don't think so it's <laughs> like
2: you know but they, it, there was never any reason why it was it's always just like it's only yeah. bad if you say Listening, it, not listening
1: that. to the ftc talk about the gaming industry and ask questions about the gaming industry is like hearing congress grill facebook you know like, what i mean it was
2: like, just embarrassing
0: it, it's like listening to congress talk about uh how video games uh create killers right yeah. Like, you know, it's like listening to Jack Thompson talk about ga- talk about games that don't exist like Counter-Strike Half-Life. Yeah. And like, it's
1: frustrating. It's frustrating because I think whether <laughs> you think that the merger should have happened or should not have happened, we all would have benefited from the FTC putting up a bigger fight in court, right? Because like, the
0: FTC doesn't understand the gaming industry.
1: Right. But if Microsoft more pressure on Microsoft is good for For workers, it's good for consumers. It is good for everybody but, like, the board at Microsoft, who are the the people we should be least concerned about. And we didn't get that. Um, You know, like, I, I do see minor silver linings here, right? Which is Microsoft has been, as Sam brought up in chat, Microsoft has been open to and, like, stepped out of the way for unionization in a way that most publishers don't certainly not one of the biggest companies involved in gaming. Um, but they have done that, but like, let's not kid ourselves. They're only doing that because they have to be on good behavior. And like, they're doing that because they want us to say this right now, that it will be good for unions. And it might be true. Might be true right now, but Microsoft has decided that that's worth it. Giving that up for what they're going to get out of it. Um, and I mean, it's also true that we stand the best chance of getting Bobby Kotick and Mikey Barra out of Activision and Blizzard um, which, this which way. Which feels nice, but but I mean, it's not going to be like a great victory because I mean, Bobby, Bobby Kotick is still going to be a multi-billionaire. Did you see? But... That he's
0: going to walk away with this from this with like two hundred fifty million dollars. Sure, he's going to walk like... away with
1: more money than I could ever imagine. But he also will no longer be there to threaten fucking secretaries. Yeah, right. That's like. True. So, you know, it's it, as I put it, it to, to John in text messages. It's not justice, but it's less injustice, you know, Yay. so like but but it just sucks because it's it, I don't I I'm uncomfortable. I'm uncomfortable with the possibility that this case will be used as precedent in future cases for why Microsoft or Sony might continue doing that's this. My, that's my problem. Yeah, that's um, my fear. you know, and it's it's just the direction I don't want gaming to go in but you know here we are so do i don't know if anyone else has has i I don't feel
0: i don't have a whole lot else to say about this like like the whole thing to me like like i i I did obviously i disagree with the court's ruling um you know and uh i i hold on to a sliver of hope that this deal won't go through that being said i'm also just
1: ready for this fucking saga to be over yeah i will do a crab rave uh when kotick is gone but
0: yeah like like i like like when kotick's gone great aside from that like I'm, I'm tired of hearing about this shit in a way right like it's dominated the gaming
1: well it's gonna keep happening but like, wait till it's wait till wait till sony or my and microsoft are in a bidding war over ubisoft because that shit's is, coming
2: there is no bidding war against microsoft sony well yeah sony can. people yeah. keep forgetting that playstation's doing well but sony will never have the cash Sony's to company's on not
1: hand. that yeah f- i mean like it's 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 I mean, market cap is Sony's pretty good doing a
0: lot better than they were six years ago but yeah
1: it's market cap is pretty good but like in the grand scheme of things they do not have the cash to be now you know
2: like if they were to go and try and buy square enix or whatever uh, no one no it. one can no of course not but no one could say anything anymore because how do you complain to Sony after Activision Blizzard goes through? Yeah. Uh, but the other thing is, like, what's stopping Microsoft from keep buying? Because they just won the Activision Blizzard trial. You think you're going to win against them because they decided to pick up uh, Bandai Namco? Like, I don't know.
0: Well, so so to be fair, it is there. there are a lot more hurdles for an American company to buy a Japanese company um it's still possible obviously uh it's not quite it's not as easy um but here's the, the, the wild card is nintendo <laughs> by SquareSoft soft or a square enix and go back to making uh, won't happen. uh to, <laughs> i know i know it Won't happen. yeah <clears throat> um but uh anyway uh, grant's gonna be right back um but yeah uh he's he's got he's got he's to do something yeah um
1: but meanwhile meanwhile can i just say i don't this is an aside but i mean if we're gonna buy time before grant comes back anyway yeah, please Um, we're over here talking about these fucking corporate giants, pissing it out over, you know what? $70 billion, you know, to buy Activision. Disgusting fucking number. Yeah. It's horrible. Um, but, uh, you know what I, what I did love to see is, um, I don't remember exactly how this came out. If it's like a thing that Nintendo put out themselves or what, but there was a, we, we got to see like the pay scales for the, the, executives at nintendo and like nintendo's top uh executives are not paid that much nope what it's makes- actually pretty surprising like isn't it, is it correct me if i'm wrong was it miyamoto at the top at, at like two and a half million like apparently nintendo
0: japan treats their their people incredibly well yes
1: consistently when we hear about nintendo not to fucking carry water for a giant corporation, but yeah. consistently what we hear is that their wages are higher than average that they are there's no crunch they are they yeah they don't crunch right that they're like labor like hours per week is a lot lower than most of the tech industry than most of the workforce in Japan like people who work at Nintendo have actual work life balance in a way that's kind of rare in the Japanese economy right now um. You know, and that has I mean, not to like knock on the same fucking thing that I, I get on every time we come to this. But like it turns out that making a bunch of money and paying your employees and keeping employee morale up and giving them reasons to stick around gives you an incredibly talent. Like the people who made Tears Weird. of the Kingdom are the same people who've been working on Zelda for how many years? Yeah. You know, like, and, and it's and, like that's why they, they're so good at yeah. it. Like, Nint- I mean,
0: look at re- look at Metroid Prime 4. I mean, like, you know, nobody's holding a gun to anyone's head in, uh, over at Nintendo. Retro Studios
1: um, hasn't released a game since Tropical Freeze on that's the Wii fucking U. Wild. That was and they're was still 12? around. And if they were a Microsoft or Sony owned company, oh, be, they would the be long done. Like, they'd be shuttered long ago. So to um, me, like. I see what happens when companies like Microsoft and Embracer Group right go on acquisition sprees is they buy a lot of companies and then they don't do much with them. Like the stories out of arcane about Redfall are not promising, um, about Microsoft as an owner. And we saw what happened with embracer, right? That the minute they stopped buying things, they like fucking <laughs> faced a financial crisis. Um, but then Nintendo and Capcom are on the other side of things showing us that if you take that money and just reinvest in your people and reinvest in your company, your employees get their wages, their quality of life. Good that like that, that finds you sustainable success. So I'm just I'm just here to fucking rah rah for the right way.
0: Well, I'll tell you what. Here's something that we can really here's something We can rah rah about accessibility in games.
1: Let's fucking go. Accessibility That's me. in games. Uh, that, is, <laughs> there that, is. that is
0: you. So uh, Grant, what, Grant, what what Grant, what is special about this month today. that we're in right now?
3: So in May when I was on, it was uh, Global Accessibility Awareness Day, which was to highlight um, accessible innovations across multiple industries, particularly in tech. Um, so I talked about gaming. Uh, this month, is Disability Pride Month. So it was created after uh, the ADA passed, or was passed in 1990. I should know that I benefit from it greatly. Wow. I, I, I can't fact check you right now.
1: Exposed. I'm a fit
3: disabled person. Um, so it, it's used to celebrate 1990. Um, yep. Okay, all right, we're good. I keep my guard. Um, <laughs> Your credit is secure. Yeah, it's used to celebrate um, <coughs> all disabled people, the disabled experience, uh, the way we interact with society, the way society treats us, the way how we need to keep uh, fighting for and pushing for rights and uh, equal access, for other things. But for gaming, it's just another way to reinforce all uh, the continuous narratives that uh, all disabled people have a right to play games, uh, gaming is incredibly beneficial, both for socializing and therapeutic benefits, um, and when you actively shut out over 400 million global disabled people for gaming, this huge barrier that needs to be addressed. Yeah. So, it's just a way to continuously raise awareness, uh, talk about what the industry does right, talk about what it does wrong, which there are many things. Um, but just continuously remind people, uh, not just for this month, but the other 11 months, that accessibility and disabled people are important in all facets and in gaming too.
1: Yeah. Well, it's like earlier you talked about, like, yeah, you've got a PlayStation Five and you can't play it. can yeah, like, for shit. Sure. Yeah. Well, like,
0: that's, so, so you know what that's an itch, so so let's talk about that real quick, right? Because today, um, the uh, we learned that PlayStation's uh, accessibility controller is going up for pre-order uh, on July twenty first. Um, and I actually pulled up the I pulled it up on the PlayStation blog here to to kind of read it off real quick. Uh, Available for a suggested retail price of $89.99 US dollars. The access controller lets you customize your layout with different button and stick caps in various shapes and designs. Operate the controller from any 360 degree orientation and connect third party accessibility accessories using its four industry standard 3.5 millimeter expansion ports. On your PS5 console, there are many settings for the access (laughs) controller. That you can configure to meet your needs. You can map buttons to create up to thirty control profiles, adjust stick settings, toggle commands on or off, or disable buttons altogether to stop accidental pressing. You can even pair up two Access controllers and one DualSense wireless controller together and use them collaboratively. Check out the video below. Blah 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 blah. Like this is a this is an incredibly cool piece of tech and. I, I don't like like I know woefully little uh, I, I, about the stuff that goes into this. But Grant, is this something like I obviously you are far more familiar with this than I am. Is this something that is going to enable you to be able to finally play your PlayStation 5 in a
3: meaningful way? So I'm um, hopeful, but we don't really exactly know yet because we still don't know like button sensitivity, We don't know stick sensitivity. They did show in the video how you can adjust the sensitivity and the dead zone of each of the three sticks that it comes equipped with. But again, we don't know how sensitive the buttons are. Um, we don't know like, total cost yet. Because presumably one controller probably isn't enough to fully access the PS5 library, um, because it only comes with one stick, um, not all the buttons, if I remember correctly, like I don't think you can have all the face, all the trigger and bumpers, uh, all the D-pad buttons. So you're gonna need either a standard PS5 controller, um, instead sort of like codepilot, which Microsoft has been doing for years. um, or you may need another access controller. um or you may even need further switches from the uh, adaptive switch tip from Logitech. um, or you may even need to purchase separate joysticks from third-party creators, Uh, like Warfighter Engaged is a great service that I've purchased several devices from. So there's sensitivity with buttons, perceived sensitivity with the stick, uh, overall cost, because if we need more than two on top of it, Extra peripherals,
1: like that, can get prohibitively yeah. expensive. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I,
0: I, Grant, I, I've got. I imagine that they they've got to be sending, they've got to be sending these out to prominent disabled gamers like yourself to kind of like test drive these things or or
3: right they, like, like I hope they are working with uh, three organizations: uh, able gamers, special effects, and. I can't remember the name, I believe. It's a it's a group that's working veterans, if I remember correctly. Um, oh stack so up are... okay. yeah, stack up. Stack up. Yep. A... Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. So they're working with three uh, organizations. They have design the device. They're also working with um consultants, individual consultants. Um they have bring their own experiences in their own perspectives. Um, but again the issue with disabilities are every disability is so individualistic. Even right. people with my disability all experience it vastly differently. Um so there's no way to accurately say like yeah like you all these people it's gotta be good right in theory, yes, but until it's at like the mass market level, we just don't know. There's like, um,
1: there a, a lot of ways it could go wrong. Yet.
0: Yeah. Is it yeah. frustrating to you, Grant, that Sony has taken this long to to kind of help make games more accessible for people? Uh, because I mean, that Microsoft controller came out what, like, four years ago or five years ago or something? Five yet? years ago, 2018. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and. And it was great from what I remember.
1: And there's tools to make it work on a PS4. Uh, so if you could just use PS4 controllers and adapters, then we wouldn't even need to be here. But here we are.
3: I will say. From a personal perspective, it's very frustrating. Because um, it's like, as a job, for my job, I can't cover a third of the industry. Yeah. Um. So it's, and I haven't been able to, as a fan of these games, play them unless they're on PC. So it is frustrating from a professional examination. PlayStation, in terms of accessibility, I would say is leading the industry. Interesting. With a lot of their
1: big games for sure. yeah. Yeah.
3: Their studio and software accessibility is, I don't want to say, vastly superior Just it's not fair to the other companies who are doing great work. But I'd say it's, it's a gold
1: standard, though. Yeah, yeah.
3: It's significantly where other games should be in terms of features, um, design practices, um. If you had to, like, rank studios that do it right, I would say PlayStation and all their studios. Immediately under them, uh, Ubisoft has some of the best accessibility in the industry. Um, immediately under them would be Microsoft and all of their initiatives. But from a hardware perspective, PlayStation is trailing significantly but from a software perspective they're leading the industry in my opinion
2: which I... feels to me like a really weird dichotomy because you're right like they their major AAA a first party titles were some of the first to truly pioneer these really in-depth and uh well thought out accessibility options so you'd think they would have also realized the importance of working on it from a hardware perspective, and it seemed like they just did not want to put equal effort into both sides of this of the coin.
3: We also don't know about like um, budgets and yeah, because they, those things are for designing an entirely new controller. It could be expensive. Um, there's also uh, culture, so. Sony's is a global company and so is Microsoft. Microsoft is primarily US-based. Um, disability around the world, particularly in like, Japan, is not treated, I don't want to say with the same respect, but it's treated significantly different than yeah. here. Um, it's not the
1: same priority we're trying no. to make it.
3: Right. And while you're dealing with Layers of cultural, um, I don't want to say ignorance because that's rude, but cultural like uncertainty of how to approach accessibility, yeah. Um, cultural like lack of information, like, they may not have the entire uh resources to fully create these devices. Without outside assistance, which they may not know, like, where to look for. Yeah. Um, like another thing, like, uh, with Final Fantasy 16, the option for subtitles are called hearing impaired subtitles. Right?
1: right. Which we is not we have, a phrase to use, yeah. Yeah, we don't use
3: impaired anymore. But, um, they didn't mean to be offensive, They could have just been a translation issue it could have been, you know, a bunch of other factors, yeah. they obviously put it in so they care about it, but the language used, you know, is not what we use over here. Yeah. So it's, it's, it, it's a bunch of factors as to why PlayStation may have waited this long compared to Asmalt.
1: Yeah. Well, and it's interesting. You bring up, you know, Final Fantasy 16. Um, you know, I, I, was, I was
0: I was I was I was going to ask you This to is talk this about has this, been
1: yeah. an interesting one because it's it's one that I've been as I played through it, you know, and granted I'm coming from the perspective of of somebody who's not disabled in any meaningful way. Um, but like I find myself looking at and asking myself like is this enough on various you know, aspects of the game. I knew from the beginning that like, okay, this is a game that's very execution heavy. Right. So like what combination of like adjustable, like settings and adjustable difficulty and adjustable, like control options, are you putting in for people with either like motor or executive disability? Right. Um, that game is visually incredibly flashy and I could see it being very unfriendly to somebody who, you know, has epilepsy, right. Or, or, or suffers from other forms of like you know, seizures that aren't specifically epilepsy, whatever. Um, you know, and it was like, can you, can you reduce those effects, um, the motion blur was really strong. And we have um a, a new a newfound acquaintance who was telling us that like the motion blur was so bad that it was something that that she was just unable to play the game until they thankfully recently patched in yeah. the ability to adjust that. Yeah, um, I was gonna say so that was a new update. Yep. yep. Um that's what that was. They um the game does not have like custom mappable controls. It has preset layouts and they added some more layouts. And they've said that that's like a stopgap until they actually add in like remappable buttons. But like being able to let people map their own controls is a big step in, in letting people play the game however it fits them, right? On top of accessibility controllers. But you're um, on
3: Braille up search people say, well, why, why do you care if it's on the system level because you can remap uh, everything on the system level? across all three major consoles yeah because you never want to rely on system remapping
1: yeah it's maybe it's it's best
3: if it's an option everywhere right yeah yeah there's a lot of like people who will just say it's on the system over you're fine Uh, so don't ever rely on system remapping so here's a question
0: regarding uh final fantasy 16's um accessibility uh, for the group. I mean, specifically, Grant, bring up the but, accessories. Yes.
1: Okay, I've I have um, opinions on the accessories. So, oh, uh uh-huh. So I think so, we're similar.
0: So, so, so part of the accessibility, op- well, I mean, really, all of the accessibility options in Final Fantasy Sixteen are equippable accessories. Uh, ring of timely, whatever, like you know, like you know, basically things that that you know help you dodge in a much more uh it, you know, or they, auto they make, dodge,
1: auto dodge, auto use or, potion, auto give right. commands to toggle, like create less things for you to have to uh manage in terms of like fewer mechanics that now you have to juggle, as well as simplifying like controls yeah. and timing. That's all really cool. I as really somebody don't who like is
0: able-bodied. I I appreciate the effort, but I imagine that this is not satisfactory to a lot of the disabled community. they
1: should have just been options yeah. I don't like that there are, you have three accessory slots so if I'm somebody who needs these things I have to decide which three are important to me and it means I have to forego the accessories that everyone else gets to use that give them bo- other benefits like you know increased attack power or what have you like it's a punishment in a way like it's super counterintuitive if you ask me Grant what do you think if i remember correctly
3: and maybe wrong again um let's, uh, shoot from the hip let's go yeah yeah let's do it they were never designed for accessibility right they were designed for new
1: players kind of yeah yeah and, and they're kind of um, accidentally helpful in some regards for accessibility yeah. but clearly there's not there's all designed all that lot,
3: way yeah there's well a lot of conversations where people are framing them as accessibility and they were like, well, they should be more, but the issue is they were never designed to be that. Yeah. So they don't function properly from an accessibility standpoint because that was not their intention. He wanted you to use those rings to just like progress still wise naturally And then as it became more comfortable, you would remove them and introduce yourself to the full mechanics. I don't think you ever wanted or expected people to beat the entire game with them without removing them. So, now that I'm giving him, like, benefit of the doubt, a lot of people are like, yeah, these accessibility options, they suck but they were never meant for that. So right. they're not going to function the way disabled people need them to because that was never his intention, Yeah, which so, is a whole other argument that you can make, like, you know, your idea is good, but she wasn't thinking like that.
0: So these were essentially like an afterthought is what you're saying?
3: No, an just they were
1: disabled people... Those accessibilities are not for someone like Grant. They're for someone like my wife. Yes. Does that make sense? Yes. They're for new players. When my wife who plays video games, but doesn't play stuff like devil may cry, right. Picks up final fantasy 16. She might use those early on while she is trying to get used to the depth and complexity of systems because she's not used to like super tight dodge timings and stuff like that. And then when she gets better at the game, she's going to take them off. Those are training wheels. They're not, yes, they you know, right. they're not accessibility options. That's A good so that,
0: that makes more sense. And so some of those not, things
1: could work like that if they were implemented differently, but they're attached so to the game proper. Yeah, yeah.
3: It's not after afterthought because that was never his intention that. It's just disabled people, unfortunately, incorrectly assumed. That's what they were for. Yeah. But they never were meant for that. Hmm.
1: And, and like, I kind of, I, 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 my request to our audience, to our listeners is like the next time you're playing a big game, right? Like think about, you know, we as I'm going to assume that, like, I know we actually have like a a, a decent number of disabled like listeners and viewers, um, but for our our larger, like, you know, not disabled audience like I want you when you play games to to think about these sorts of things. Um, and it's not about finding reasons to tear games apart. You know, it's kind of like the stuff I was talking about with Final Fantasy 16 earlier. Like, if you love games, it should be interesting to you to think about the ways that these games are and are not accessible or approachable to different types of people and how those problems could have been solved. Right. If we're going to like the, the dark souls needs an easy mode is like oh, the, it's, the lowest, yeah. it's the lowest, it's the lowest form And, like, if that's what it takes to get people start talking, that's what it takes. But that is the lowest form of the discussion. The more interesting form of the discussion is what ways does a game like Dark Souls offer people the ability to customize their experience? And how could we further do that? Right? It's not as simple as throwing, you know, a a half damage multiplier on everything and calling it easy mode and calling it a day. Yeah.
3: So th- thing, think about these things. The one thing I always encourage people, since I started writing about accessibility, is if your answer to any like, difficult situation, like Ring or dark souls, is just throw easy mode on it. Imagine that you have a wound on your arm. It's kind of gross, but this is the best analogy I can come up with. You have a wound on your arm, right? Easy mode is the band aid, and you slap it on. You still have to treat the wound. You still have to maybe get stitches, maybe antibiotics, you have to clean it. Easy mode won't heal the wound. There's no doubting it'll help you, but the bigger issue still isn't solved just because you have easy mode in the game. (laughs) So, like, Alderman, for example. Their enemies that are only, um, like understood, I guess, through all their indicators. Like the Black Knife assassins. Yeah. When they go invisible, you have to listen for their footsteps. For deaf and hard of hearing people, no easy mode is going to fix that. For blind and their vision players, Elderman can be very, very dark. It you know, a lot of it's like caves and catacombs and castles. Easy mode won't fix that. You need either better lighting sources or different um, like, visual options. So accessibility is not like a one option solves everything, it's a lot more nuanced. It's a lot more, um, sometimes you don't even need options. Sometimes if you just tweak certain aspects of a game, you can make it accessible without, like, 75 options. Sometimes, um, if a game has, like, 80 plus options, um, of them may not even work. So then, like... The things that you expect to rely on just don't function properly. Yeah. So it's it's not just like oh this game has options. It's great. There's so much more to examine with accessibility than just like this needs an option or this option should be removed. As you need to look at multiple layers of options, game design, uh, player base, uh, systems. What system is it on? How does that impact the accessibility? It's so much more nuanced mm-hmm.
1: than just options. It's an almost infinitely complex subject. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but you know, people who who love video games, right? As a as a hobby, as an art form, as as you know, however people choose to engage with it. You know, I think what I'd like to see more people do is start treating like looking at accessibility as a part of their analysis of the art form, right? Like people even casually can talk about graphics and frame rate, right? Can talk about art style, can talk about music, you know, because these are things that people are attuned to thinking about when it comes to. Movies and TV, you know, they're attuned to listening to music in general. So like that's those are aspects that they're able to talk about and think about in their words and how it impacts them. And I would like them to start thinking about the mechanics of the game itself. Right. And, and how these sorts of things, you know, there's this great lightning bolt moment that happened in my head a long time ago when, when I was first getting introduced to this subject about like, oh, man, like. Games like like turn-based RPGs, right, or like strategy games and simulators, you know, are inherently more friendly towards a lot of disabled folks than you know a lot of the the action games that I really love. Because if you're playing something like Pokemon or or Dragon Quest, you have a menu and you can you have that like you're not getting penalized for an execution barrier, you know. And that is such a basic realization to come to, but start thinking in those terms. And like, I think you'll come to love the art form more, right? When you think about it this way, when you think about it critically, I think when you think about how we can do better and expand your understanding, like you learn to love and appreciate this industry even more. I don't know. No. I yeah. Think right. yeah,
0: no it's no it's i mean uh, honestly it's um it's an issue that is uh, personal to all of us but no more personal like like not anywhere near as personal to someone like 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 we all have disabled friends right but but at the end of the day derek finn and myself are able-bodied individuals and grant is not and so grant i'm really really uh, yeah. here what's that now everybody. <laughs> Shit. I, well, <laughs> damn.
3: Right. we
2: weren't supposed to tell him. Right, right. <laughs> Spoiler, it alert.
0: Spoiler alert. Spoiler um, alert. No, Grant, we greatly value your insight uh, into you. topics like this. And so um, I'm really glad that I'm really glad that you joined us tonight. Um, it just it wouldn't have felt right talking about it without you here. Um,
1: we Grant, still do sometimes, but. But, but, not,
0: but well well, not as good as you anywhere near as good as you and grant if people want to see real journalisms um uh where where can people find you on twitter um and blue sky because you know fuck twitter oh but,
1: i hate yeah, blue sky's not uh, in a great spot blue at the sky moment is, but... it is it not is it not it's I... not
3: it's just i'll give it but like i don't even know my blue sky handle I don't
0: even give up. God, are we (laughs) gonna be forced to go to fucking threads?
3: If you run my
1: prediction I'm not going to threads.
3: If you run my honest prediction, give it like six months and threads will be the dominant platform. If they can start rolling out like ultra updates like our following tab, um and all these other, you know. All the things that they've confirmed are coming, they will easily surpass Twitter. God, which I just. I just wish apartheid
1: good. Clyde hadn't bought Twitter. God yeah. damn it! Yeah.
3: Did you say
0: it apartheid Clyde?
1: Belittling. Yeah.
0: All right, Grant. Where where can people find you most easily?
3: Well, uh, right now Twitter <coughs> until I'm banned because I'm part of the resistance. Um. You can follow me at at super underscore crip 1994. Um, I'm also a freelancer for Wired, Inverse, um, IGN. I have a monthly column at IGN where I talk all about disability. Um, I'm also a a freelance reporter for IGN now. So you can reset my reports here. There it is. And I share all my updates on Twitter until its explodes.
0: Perfect. All right. Uh, again, Grant, you are a great friend of the show, uh, and we always appreciate your insight and your friendship. Um, yeah,
1: you do. You're basically always yep. welcome on the show, man. Oh, of course, it's always yeah. a joy.
0: You've got an open You've got an open door policy. Uh, as for the rest of us, uh, you heard it here tomorrow, we should be publishing... Part two, uh, the final part of our Final Fantasy 16 review. Finn has been crushing all of his streams. Uh, Great job on that, Finn. And of course, also, thank you to Square Enix for the code and the chance to review. Um, We'll be doing that. And uh, hey, guys. We'll see you next week. Remember, kindness costs nothing. Come uh, find us next week right here on twitch.tv slash Official SDGC at nine PM Eastern Standard Time.
1: Maybe it was- Barbenheimer. <laughs> no, what? Well, no, I'll be here I'm doing
0: so something. Excited. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I'm so, like so the whole excited. the whole podcast is like out next week doing other things, but me. So and I'm going doing to do Barbenheimer. So- I, well, I, I I'm going to do something here. I don't know what it is, but it's going to be something. So we will. I. I will see you next week. You should dress like
1: a Ken.
3: Maybe I should. Yeah. Do it.